0: Hey, what's up? Hello, welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, Virtual Pride. Sounds Sounds fake, fake, but but okay. okay. Welcome back to the pod!
1: Oh shoot, Patreon. Oh no. <gasps> oh no, Discord told me. Was it Max?
0: Oh. I don't know. Discord
1: had told me days ago which one should be the next one, and I think it was something like Max, but I think I'm wrong, and Uncle Kevin's gonna be mad at me.
0: Okay. <sighs> For a I second, we'll I thought that, like, something one. had, like, just happened on the Discord that well, you had it, just seen and were like, oh my I'm god, sure wait, we need to stop.
1: I'm sure something is currently happening on the Discord, but... Oh my god. Okay. Oh, oh god. Great. Wait, maybe I can search for it. You go oh. ahead.
0: Oh, yes. well, okay. What are we talking about this week? You have to talk next. <laughs>
1: no, what, you tell me what we're talking... You tell me. Oh god, alright. So,
0: guess what, Kayla?
1: What? hold
0: on guess what is soon slash now depending on when you're listening to this I don't know. maybe in the past who knows it's pride month kids <gasps> and it is a weird time to be having pride month uh because you know corona y'all know what's happening okay it's, i don't need to explain it to you <laughs> except maybe people in the future who are listening to this in like 20 years and are like i was a baby but if you're still listening to this podcast twenty years from now, wow, the dedication. Anyway, yeah, that's. I mean, maybe don't. You know? Yeah, who knows? Uh, but Pride Month is still happening, coronavirus or not. So we're gonna talk about Pride in the time of Corona.
1: Wait, I found a thing when I was says I will do my best to remember. Oh my god! But what was i spot jump? Kayla, do you my really- ex? I got it right. <laughs> my ex, my ex. We what is that Dean was what was Dean doing Dean was doing something that was oh it. I was taking a nap the other day and Dean came up to my room and like jumped on me and scared me really bad and then I told the discord and they said to divorce him and that then I should do an episode about living with your ex. And then they were like, the next one can be my ex. Okay,
0: do I you lived. hear the sirens behind me? That's how I feel about what you're saying right now. Th- take it up with Uncle Kevin. My ex, that doesn't make sense. I, guess I it's didn't like mind it. Ex. They did. They did. Well, they Kevin, did. I'm going to tell you that's not your best work. Wow, okay. My condolences to Kevin. But. Wow. <laughs> Big words all happening. right well now i i'm just confused because i explained what we were talking about this week and my brain we're doesn't know what to do now are
1: talking about pride i'll say it, i'll tell you again Thank we're talking you. about pride in the <laughs> virtual type there done yes
0: i have um a, a small manifesto that i have written Shocking. that i think i should probably just start with um When don't you have a short manifesto? (laughs) I actually have two manifestos for this podcast. Oh,
1: lord. And wouldn't (laughs) you guess it, I have nothing. One of them is my beef. Ah, yes.
0: And I actually told a listener about my beef already. (laughs) Wow, big stuff. (laughs) That person is in the know. (laughs) Inside news. Okay, the the reason I kind of want to specify this little manifesto here at the beginning, and the reason we're doing an episode about... Pride in the time of coronavirus is it's a weird time, obviously. It is. <laughs> um what? I know, right? And I know like a lot of at first when like a lot of stuff was getting canceled, people were like, Well, you're gonna have to cancel pride too, and we were like, Yeah, we fucking already did. Like, this is Don't about the safety of people. Worry about it. Ugh. But here's here's what I'm gonna say. Uh no one is under any obligation to do anything for pride, post anything for pride anything. A lot of people are quarantined in unsafe situations right now. They're minors, maybe they're not minors, but they need the financial support of their family to survive in this time. No one has the right to judge anyone on how they're reacting to this. We're all three-dimensional people, respect each other, blah blah blah. That said, I think for those of us for whom openly celebrating Pride in a digital manner is possible, I think it's important that we do There are some people out there who are making the claim that, like, with everything going on, like, now is not the time to focus on fill-in-the-blank issue. Like, queer issues. It's not the time to celebrate pride. And, like, I just think that's patently untrue. My thoughts on this run parallel to the stance we have on this podcast about gatekeeping in queer communities, which is that just because you deem that the oppression or the struggles a certain group is facing, um, just because you deem them as lesser than that which another group might be facing. That doesn't mean that their struggles shouldn't be addressed. That doesn't mean they're not valid. And yes, coronavirus is hurting everyone right now, some more than others, but that's not the only thing we need to fight for in this time. Uh, Big issues like racism and classism and issues that we care deeply about on this podcast, um, in addition to to two I just mentioned, like aphobia and transphobia, those don't just go away when a virus shows up. In fact, in many cases, a pandemic may exacerbate some of those issues. Um, Additionally, all the news is just like COVID, economic crisis, people dying, Trump telling people that they should inject sunlight into their asses. And bro, sometimes you just need a break. Pride is a great place for that it, it can act not necessarily as a distraction but as an escape from all this buffoonery and pride is a time to celebrate the community to remind the world that we exist and that we matter and just because we're being safe and not holding parades and festivals doesn't mean that we can't make ourselves seen in this time because i mean a big part of pride is remembering and honoring those who came before us so you know we can you know, we can, we can take this time to remember and honor those people who fought for us so that those parades and festivals were possible, be they in person or online, and honor their memory. You got Marsha P. Johnson, you got Larry Kramer, who just died this week. Audra Lord, Sylvia Rivera, Keith Herring, Harvey Milk, James Baldwin, Bayard Rustin, I could keep going, but I'm gonna stop. <laughs> My point is that no matter what else is happening in the world, this still matters and being seen still matters. And fighting for our brothers, our sisters, our non-binary siblings, it all still matters. And we are so lucky to have fought for and been um, subsequently, you know, given is not even the right word, but we've paved the way to to have this platform of Pride Month, uh, so we better fucking use it regardless of what else is going on in the world. And on that note, I shall step off my soapbox. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. What a manifesto you gave. Thank you. <laughs> but that's why talking about this shit matters.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, especially, like, now more than ever, I think it's very important. And I do want to put the disclaimer of, like, if you do not want to celebrate Pride as an Arrow or Ace person because, like, you feel excluded from the community and any of that, like, that's completely fine. We're not saying that you, like, have to celebrate pride no matter what i think the point that sarah's trying to make that i agree with is that like you shouldn't let coronavirus and everything that's happening stop you from doing what you normally would have done before if you're able to because i think you're right like now that the news is all coronavirus like economy blah, blah blah whatever like it's even harder for anything else to break through like you know civil rights stuff or class stuff or sexuality stuff like that already doesn't get a lot of news time
0: in the first place especially aspect specific stuff
1: yeah i think it's definitely usually like kind of fluff pieces of like okay we're this news organization we need to be diverse we have an open spot let's throw it to this identity and like cover whoever let's and- put a
0: rainbow flag in <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, like, that's not going to happen right now because, you know, the 24-hour news cycle is very full right now. So I think it's even more important to, like, show that you're visible. And also, like you said, like, there's other things that we can focus on and we need to. Like, it's not healthy for everyone to focus on coronavirus 100% of the time. Like, Mm -hmm. you just need to read about something else or and do something else at all.
0: Yeah, and fighting for the rights of queer people, celebrating queer people, is a great way to do that. True. Uh, so, I mean, I guess then the question is, what does that look like? I know for Pride this year, a lot of, uh, like, places that used to have major Pride events, or that usually have major Pride events, um, are doing online, like stuff of different sorts. I honestly don't even know that much about a lot of them because, again, there's been so much shit going on that I haven't been like, let me look into all of this. Uh, have, how much do you know about the ones that like are, are going up in a digital manner?
1: I read recently, hold on, I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to look it up. I think it's like World Pride is doing a virtual thing and I read Is that
0: the one that Dan Levy is the Grand Marshal of? I don't know. I just I just know only exclusively Dan Levy News is all I know. I know. That's true. Um
1: okay, Global Pride 2020. It's so you can I guess like sub- interesting. Okay, so they're using LGBTI that's an mm. interesting acronym.
0: That is that is a very interesting acronym actually. That's, why? Yeah, that's, uh, like that one? I don't want to say like I get why you're leaving out the A, but like people leave out the A all the time, but to include the I but, but the, not include the that,
1: Q. I yeah, the Q is the most
0: surprising. That doesn't make like, sense.
1: Everyone always does the Q now. Anyway. Um so they're doing something where you can like submit video content, either mm. like spoken word or like a video of like a short speech or like a performance or something what i find interesting and like kind of worrisome about this is i feel like a big thing about going to like a pride parade or something like in person is that even if you're not one of the people that gets to be on the floats or you know doing one of the performances that's happening you still get to like actively participate and be there Mm -hmm. whereas this it's like You know, you get to submit it, but it says right on here, like, not all of the submissions are going to be included in whatever the thing is that they're making, Mm -hmm. which, like, I get. Obviously, you can't, like, do, like, show everyone, Mm -hmm. but I worry that they're just going to take people that are, like, very, like, popular or well-known. Like, there's even a thing here Mm -hmm. of, like, if you're a significant public figure, email this one email this place rather than doing the regular submission. So it just like seems who, like Who
0: gets to decide who's a significant public figure and know, it, it
1: says such as a leading politician, which I don't know what that means. But, so it's just like, and obviously people are throwing this stuff together. I don't want to criticize this stuff too much for, like, certain planning things because I know this is not what they were planning. But it just, yeah. like, the thing about virtual prides in general that makes me sad is that people don't get to participate like normal like people who watch these videos that are submitted aren't going to feel like they're participating in the same way as they would have if they actually went to a physical parade and got to show their face you
0: know what i mean yeah i also feel like just like my experience having gone to the one pride that i've gone to which was san francisco pride of all the prides uh is that like i i've talked about this on the pod before but uh you know, I was kind of nervous to go because I was like, I don't know, I'm AeroAce, I don't know how (laughs) AeroAce-friendly this place is gonna be. But the reality is, once you get there, it's like, it's not like you have to walk around with a label on your face that says, like, this is what my identity is. (laughs) Um, you know, some people just attend Pride because it's like, it's a party and they're there to show their support. Um, or, like, a lot of people, like, bring their kids, even if they're a, a, a heterosexual couple with kids. Like, they bring their kids to be like, hey, look, like, this is good and normal. <laughs> like, and I think mm-hmm. that's great. But I think if it's online, if you're going to participate online, it it almost feels like you're at, at more risk of, like, just, like, you're you're kind of forcing yourself to be outed. Like, if you just show up at Pride, like... I don't want to say there's plausible deniability, but that's kind of like the best phrase. (laughs) Like, you know, if if you are in if you end up in an unsafe situation where someone's like, well, you were, you know, at Pride, you could just be like, well, I was going with my friends. Like if, if, if you're concerned for your safety and you don't want to out yourself, like I almost feel like there's an easier off ramp for going to Pride in person rather than like posting like you know, something on the internet, like, for Pride. And, I mean, obviously, that's <laughs> that's no one's fault. Um, but I do think that, like, although doing digital stuff for Pride, I think, is, is going to be and, ca- and can be a really cool thing, I'm worried that it might exclude some people who might otherwise want to participate. But on the other hand, it might include people who wouldn't otherwise be able to come to Pride events.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say that as I think, I don't know, kind of like a devil's advocate for your point or Mm -hmm. whatever, is like my initial thought was that it would be easier for people who are closeted to participate, not by like creating anything or posting anything, but just watching whatever content people put out or like, you know, if there's like videos or like big live stream events or whatever that it's easier to kind of like secretly watch something on your phone in your room than to like yeah especially for mom can i borrow the car here i go to the city on the same day that pride is it's fine don't worry about it
0: yeah i think especially for for young people for minors that's a, a very good point where it's like you they may not be able to participate if they're not out in the same way as everyone else but at least they get to to watch it more in a digital space. And I'm,
1: I'm hoping that I know like the one small pride that I went to like later in the day after the parade, there was like, um, like drag show, like performances and like poetry readings and other stuff. And, I mean, I think the one thing I will say about, like, coronavirus and things going virtual is I think a lot of things have become, like, free. I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of people are doing, like, concerts or live shows or whatever for free online. And so people that wouldn't have been able to afford to see that kind of thing can see it now. So I'm hoping that, you know, if there's virtual events and live events that maybe people will be able to see, like, a speaker do something or, like, a drag show or you know, a round table or something like that, that they wouldn't have been able to actually, like, buy tickets for.
0: Yeah, it definitely it definitely improves accessibility. And the people who are still lacking accessibility because of, you know, lacking it or not, a broadband or whatever, those are probably not super near places where Pride parades would have been anyway. Um,
1: yeah, I if, mean, that's definitely still an issue. Still an issue,
0: but... Not something that this is obviously able to solve. Right, exactly. So, I mean, there is definitely the increased, like, accessibility. And I do think that, like, I mean, obviously, in a post-corona world, everything's gonna change a lot. We're gonna change the way we live our lives. But I think after this, people are going to be more willing to, like, just do more stuff digitally like more events digitally not just like tweeting but like you know like you know doing like little like shows like live streams whatever like I feel like they're gonna become more mainstream and hopefully they can be integrated into future in-person prides um so that you know the people who might be gaining accessibility this time around will also be able to access it in the future even if they can't go in person
1: Yeah, definitely. What do you think... Do you think this will be, like, good, bad, or neutral for, like, A-spec and aerospec spec people?
0: (sighs) To be honest, it's... I expect most things to be neutral for A-spec communities. uh, When it comes to, like, pride. (laughs) uh, Because, I mean... It's just... Like, I I don't know how a lot of these these prides are going to work in terms of, like... Because previously, you would have, like, parades where, like, different groups or, like, different whatever would be there and, like, representing certain identities. And, you know, you would see people walking around with certain flags and that sort of thing. Um, Obviously, that's not quite the same with, with a digital event. And so, I mean... I just kind of think that, I mean, this isn't necessarily like a super optimistic thing, but I, I kind of assume that A-Spec identities will kind of uh, run under the radar a little bit uh, yeah. as they tend to do.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, like some prides, I've definitely seen like a groups walking in prides and like having their own like float or like group that walks mm-hmm. with like a banner or something. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now that, I don't know, it's hard because I think it'll really be on the organizations that are putting together the pride yeah, to, like, include the identity. Like, when you- Like, when actively they,
0: invite.
1: Yeah, because they'll be the ones having to, like, put, you know, pictures of the flags on their website or, like, write out the identities that they're doing whatever for. Like It's not going to be like a parade where anyone can walk in with whatever t-shirt you want, and that might be the ace pride, like the ace representation you get, which I mean, that sucks too, and it is I don't know, it's it's like it already was on the organizations in large part for like reaching out to the groups they want to be in the parade and like Mm -hmm. already writing on their websites and whatever, the different identities but I think it's going to be even more so now that it's harder for people to participate on their own. And I feel like it's going to be more, yeah. s- like, information and content coming from whoever's running the Pride directly.
0: Yeah, I think for individuals to participate in Pride, it's definitely going to be a more invitation-based thing. So, like, it's, it's yeah. super weird because on one hand, it's way more accessible. On the other hand, it's makes it a lot harder. Um, yeah. The conundrum of the internet, kids. Um, Truly. So I mean, it's it's gonna be hard, but I think I mean this is sort of thing where aces, you know, we we, we should uh, I mean don't should but I'd like it <laughs> if we if we you know kind of asserted ourselves and just kind of made it so that like hey we're here too uh, let's see what's up
1: yeah and like like I said I think it's hard like I think on like. Ace Awareness Week or Arrow Awareness Week, people are really jazzed about, like, posting on the internet and getting involved. But, like I said earlier, I think a lot of people have kind of difficult relationships with the queer community in general and so might mm-hmm. not be as willing. And so I think that's hard, too. During it's Pride kind of Week, like... you
0: mean? Or during Pride Month? Yeah. What did okay. I say? You just didn't say when. Oh.
1: Yeah, during, I like... I specify. <laughs> yeah, during, like, general Pride events because... I feel like it's this like kind of endless circle of like well this pride organization isn't inviting us so i'm not going to do anything but then when they do invite us i'm like you know you still don't feel welcome or you do mm-hmm. participate anyway and it's it's like you know it's kind of this endless just like not working out yeah. situation
0: yeah i mean if, if if for those of us that want to be welcomed into the queer community you know, we have to be active in asserting ourselves in that community. Obviously, it is on other people in the community to be like, hey, maybe we should not be dicks towards this entire identity and this yeah. identity umbrella. But, I mean, so for those of us who want to be welcomed into the queer community, which I I know I am a part of that group, I believe, Kayla, you are too, mm-hmm. uh, then, you know, we we have to kind of stick our foot in the door and be like, hey let us in (laughs) and uh you know pride month is is a prime time to do that because eyes are on queer communities um and we can take that time to be like hey we're a part of this too um and a lot of wonderful people are are welcoming and other people are less so and we need to explain to them why they're wrong and uh get in there anyway
1: yeah true i do also wonder as the constant pessimist if, because, like, I think during every, like, awareness week or day or whatever for asexuality or aromanticism, like, aphobes really come out and decide that's the time that they're, like, especially going to be terrible. And I feel like- Yeah, Pride they're like, month, we're
0: we're aware of you. We're going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I feel like it happens during Pride Month, too, is there kind of, like, is a spike. And I know, like- It's when people remember we exist. Yeah. And on the internet recently, I feel like it's gotten even worse with, like, Twitter harassment and just, like, terrible things happening. I feel like over the past year especially, it's gotten, like, worse and worse. So I'm almost wondering, like, now that everything is going to be virtual, if it's going to be, like, even worse. Or Mm. if it's going to be, like, people have other things to do online with Pride, so maybe they'll just, like, ignore us.
0: I mean, it's possible that it... it It could run the risk of being worse, just because, you know, when you're on the internet, you can hide behind a veil of anonymity. When you are physically at a pride parade, you can't do that. Um, Well, yeah, and I think, like, someone
1: at a physical pride parade, I think, is much less likely to come up to your face and be like, I fucking hate you, just because that's how humans work, whereas, like, on the internet, behind your computer screen, you're, like, willing to say whatever you want. So...
0: Right, yeah. And so my yeah. point there is that, you know, if everything is converted to being on the internet, if all of the events are now, you know, people are able to hide behind that veil of anonymity, and I can't, Ooh, it's a word I struggle with. anonymity and whatever, uh, you know, an anemone. An anemone. An- an <laughs> <laughs> uh, then that could increase the, the aphobia or the-, the aphobic action and hate that we see coming from people
1: yeah i hope not
0: i also hope not
1: maybe we'll get like our first real aphobic comment
0: (laughs) why are you hoping for this
1: i'm not i'm just wondering because we've been very very lucky to like not really get anything especially compared to like people like yasmin who people just like bother her constantly Mm -hmm. maybe it'll finally happen
0: Stop making it sound like you want it to happen.
1: <laughs> I don't want it to happen.
0: You 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 keep making it sound like you do.
1: But the more I sound, make it sound like I do, the aphobes will be like, well, I can't give her what she wants because she hates me. <laughs> I'm doing reverse psychology with the aphobes that definitely listen to this podcast. Okay, and you Please. do have a
0: degree in psych, so you must know. <laughs> I am a
1: psychologist, so...
0: I don't know Please. that having a degree in psych and being a psychologist is the same thing.
1: Well, how would you know? Did you study psychology? No. <laughs> exactly. Maybe they taught I took us a about psych it class in one of my school. classes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh well. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, I mean. Speaking though of of uh of just pride and ace visibility i know uh daniel at slice of ace is doing a little video thing yeah um
1: i retweeted it today
0: yeah kayla, kayla did retweet it from the pod account on twitter we'll retweet so it
1: again when this comes out
0: yeah so um for those of you who are comfortable with being you know openly ace on the internet and showing your face uh I it I think it's a great idea to submit a video to that. Um I will be This is me just saying it out loud to make sure that someone makes me do it.
1: I will also. Now we have to make each other do it.
0: Okay, cool. Perfect. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean there there are places uh you know where we can, you know, let ourselves be seen and I think that looking to a lot of the the fellow ace activists and just kind of uh, banding together at this time is is a great kind of first step. Yeah, and I feel
1: like like you don't even have to just look to like activists or like mm, yeah. creators or whatever. Like it's very easy, especially now that it's online. Like I think we've been talking a lot about like whether this makes barriers lower or higher but one way i think that it makes things easier is that like before getting yourself in a pride parade was kind of hard you have to be like a reputable organization or a company or whatever but now it's kind of like well anyone can like make a video or a twitter thread or like write an essay or kind of like do whatever so it's not like you have to like Like, you should be participating in these projects if you're comfortable, I think, because I think they're great and they're going to turn out really well. But also, you can, like, totally just start your own. Like, yeah. Like, I said, like, do your own project, post about things. Like, if you're part of your, like, local, what are they called? Like, GSA club, or if, like, your local, like, Pride Center is doing something, like, you can easily, like, do stuff on your own if, like you're able to
0: and you know comfortable mm-hmm. doing it. You know what it takes to be an activist?
1: Uh apparently fuck nothing because
0: here we are. Well, it t- you, to be an activist you have to do activism. Like that's oh. the only requirement.
1: <laughs> I guess, <laughs> right? but like, also like not much.
0: <laughs> like you don't have to have a degree in activism.
1: <laughs> Very true.
0: Are we, we just activists? Have to be I guess we I guess we are.
1: We're in a group chat.
0: That's true. (laughs) (laughs) So. Um, Yeah, I mean, sometimes it it can be weird to think of yourself as an activist if you feel like, like, you know, this podcast is something I do. It is not my entire identity. But, like, that doesn't mean that I can't be an activist in this space. Uh, Just like I may be an activist in other spaces. And you don't have to be, like, the front-running activist to be an activist you can just share stuff with on your social media like
1: yeah you don't need like a million twitter instagram followers or anything like yeah it's just like being active like just spreading the word or doing something somehow even if it's like very small and just for like you and a select number of people that you're out to like that's also enough
0: yeah yeah or if you have a a a platform and you have an audience use it i've been putting more political shit on my instagram story because that's the social media where i have the most number of followers (laughs) wow we stand. (laughs) T. um so you know do what you can don't do what you can't Mm. it's okay (laughs) uh sarah yeah I feel like I've either talked
1: to you about it or seen someone tweet about it or you tweet about it or something, but.
0: Or maybe I like you, to tweet about it and it showed up in you your like timeline. I you like to tweet about it. Who's to
1: say really? But what do you think, like, companies and corporate involvement is going to be in Pride this year? Because I know we've talked about it in previous episodes of, like, companies just, like, cashing in on Pride to like sell t-shirts and say that they're inclusive Get yeah it?
0: thoughts my thoughts are i don't know and i'm not gonna put my faith in any company or corporation unless or until they prove to me that they've earned it
1: that's fair apparently i'm feeling Target... pretty
0: savage today oh. You <laughs> so. right.
1: apparently wait no, let me look at it continue what? Target is apparently selling ace flavored colored things at their stores. Hmm.
0: Well, but also Tar- Target also helps fund the Minneapolis Police Department. So,
1: <laughs> well, true. I don't know. I I still feel the same way I felt about it before. As like, it's very exciting to see representation but it's also like does this company actually care or do they know that asexual people and aromantic people are so underrepresented that if they put out a t-shirt or a flag that they'll just make a ton of money and people will think they're great
0: yeah like prove prove you mean it be allies all the yeah. time not just in june fair yes that's what i that's what i have to say on that topic very spicy um, but you know, if 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 companies want to help with Ace visibility, be my guest. <laughs> yeah. So, it's a it's a weird fine line. But everything's a weird fine line these days. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Um, do you have anything else to add on this topic? Not really. Okay. Well, I think we can stop there because uh, I have a major beef rant. <laughs> Mm, so that'll yes. take up some time. <laughs> uh, one
1: last thing. If anyone has, like, ideas or requests for things to for us to do during
0: yeah. Pride Month,
1: let us mean, know if we should we don't, be doing something. Yeah,
0: we don't really have anything planned, necessarily, we right really, We, like,
1: did our big event, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Pride, we, Pride like, definitely snuck up on us. Like, it's fucking June, yeah. what the hell?
1: <laughs> yeah. But if anyone, like, has anything that you'd like to see or anything Um, yeah
0: by all means let us know yeah uh cool so what's our poll for this week
1: oh will you be participating in a virtual pride sure or is that a hold on that might be a poll that someone else has already done and i just retweeted and that's why i thought of it (laughs) (laughs) dear god just kidding yeah gentle giant ace already did that and I retweeted it the other day and
0: that's why so let's not do that
1: so you can already see that poll on our twitter or gentle giant ace's poll
0: (laughs) support gentle giant um uh
1: well 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 um we could just ask like how are are you celebrating pride
0: yeah how are you gonna celebrate pride Yeah. And that way people can maybe expose other listeners to uh, events and things they might not have known about. Yeah. So hit up the replies. So for beef and juice this week, I'm going to go first. uh, (laughs) Okay. Because I don't want to end on a really negative note. (laughs) That's fair. Okay. Here's the deal. Here's my beef. Last week's episode, I literally said last week that my beef, I believe it was last week, was systemic and ingrained racism in the United States. Maybe it was two weeks ago, whatever. Guess what? I have no idea. I have to say it again. I need all of our white listeners, specifically white American listeners, but really any white people, any people, to understand that regardless of what other minorities you are a part of, whether that's gender or sexual orientation or class, white people all still have an advantage. We have privilege because we are white, regardless of what other minorities we're a part of. So we need to shut our fucking mouths And listen to black people, black activists, black voices, the people who are getting traumatized by this shit that's going on in the United States daily, listen to what they say and do what they fucking tell us to do. But while we should be listening to them, we shouldn't expect them to be doing everything for us. Racism in America isn't someone else's problem, it's our problem as white people, and we need to fix it. It shouldn't take repeated videos of black men being murdered by white police officers to go viral to move the fucking needle. And I know that some white people may not know all that many black people, you know, depending on where you're from, where you're at. But guess what? We have the... Internet, Follow black activists. Listen to their words. Change your behavior accordingly. I personally learn a lot from DeRay McKesson, Congresswoman Ayanna Pressley, Akilah Hughes, Ava DuVernay. All sorts of people. Seek out the people who are using their voices to speak truth to power. People who are speaking about their own experience in an America that is by no means post-racial. Follow them, listen to them. Don't ignore something because it makes you uncomfortable. Don't ignore it when people are getting killed just because they're not killing you or who you deem to be your people. That's the reason we're in this shit show to begin with, because even well-meaning progressive white people have been turning the other cheek since the beginning of time. (sighs) If you don't know what recent events I'm referring to, there are a couple of them. Please just look at the fuck up and educate yourselves. Uh, I- I don't want to go into specifics, um, but if you- but if you're not familiar with them, uh, do please look up recent events to do with- I mean, I'll- George Floyd and Christian Cooper are two recent examples, but Ahmaud Arbery, there's a lot of them, okay? And if you're not American, that doesn't mean- your country doesn't have their own similar problems your country might not be or your, your system might not be systemically anti-black but it might be systemically anti-muslim or systemically anti-native people or you know all of those things i could literally list so many major indoctrinated prejudices that america and so many other places have so no matter where you are take a look at your privilege big or small whatever that may be Take a look at the groups around you that are treated as less than and fucking do something about it. My juice is, I don't know, cereal?
1: <laughs> wow, what a juice to end on. <laughs> that's that's why I wanted to go first, because I didn't really have a real juice. <laughs> that's fair. But, yeah, I, I think you all know that I agree with Sarah pretty much all the time on political and social things. Um, please do what you can to look this up even if you're not or don't see yourself as a racist person you probably have some systemic or unconscious things there like i know i don't like to admit it but i definitely do
0: it happens to the best of us please look things up yeah if you are a white person in america you benefit from white supremacy Mm -hmm. i benefit from white supremacy that doesn't mean I support white supremacy, but I do benefit from it. And we need to be aware of that and, you know, do some shit about it.
1: Yeah. And like Sarah said, even if it's not affecting you personally, it is affecting people around you, people in the same world as you, in the same country as you. And, you know, it shouldn't, just like we say about asexuality of like, the, all of the burden of visibility shouldn't have to be on us. All of the burden of education shouldn't have to be on us. Black people go through it enough like, they have enough burdens to bear. You know, they don't need, like, white people being confused to be added on top of that. So do as much research and learn as much as you can on your own. And donate where you can as well. Sarah and I donated today. So, like, even if you don't have that much money, even a dollar, can it can help.
0: Yeah. And if you want to know more information about, you know how you can help with this sort of thing the internet's a wonderful place you can also ask me um as long as you're open to me telling you shit and not just coming at me to be like well i am i voted for hillary therefore i'm not racist that's (laughs) simply not (laughs) how that works it's just not at all um (laughs) so you know you can have voted for obama and still do racist things okay y'all jot that down kayla what's your beef and your juice
1: Well, they're very significant, especially compared to yours, for sure. Just as important. Um, My beef is that. My house slash my parents' house where I currently live has been infested by bugs. There's a lot of ants. There's a lot of wasps. This is a first world problem, but it is a lot for me. Catch them with your net. When there's
0: a wasp in my bedroom or next to my office desk. Catch it with your net. Sell it to I, the Nook children.
1: I wish I could, but, I mean, wasps are worth 2,500 bells, so.
0: Is that what they're worth? Um, I don't know what a lot of specific things are worth.
1: They're pretty, they're, like, in relation to all of the bugs, they're pretty up there. Hmm. Um, my juice is that... Uh, the Chinese place that my family really likes uh, reopened today, and we're going to get it. We're going to support that nice. local business. And it's very cute. They know us by name because my dad used to work near the place, and they, like, know oh, our whole family,
0: and that they makes love me... us,
1: and it's really cute, and we're going to support them.
0: That makes me think our our local Chinese place, like, at home, it's not even really local anymore, but we used to live next door to the people who own the, the Chinese place, and it's, like, my preferred Chinese food by far, and now I want it, but it's three thousand miles away. That's also, fair. I'm not sure that it's open. Well, uh but that's... you enjoy your Chinese food. I hope it's delicious. Thank you. I will, and while you're doing so, support Hong Kong. Anyway, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. You can t- tell us about your beef, your juice. Uh, you know, all sorts of things on our social media at soundsfakepod. Um, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com soundsfakepod. As we mentioned, we have now bought a bit of Ireland. Yes, the a-
1: certificate is... is on its way to me. I
0: Great. don't know when it will be here
1: because it's just like in an envelope and I can't track an envelope. F-
0: floating but, in the mail. Yeah. One yeah. day. But now... Uh, as we're getting new patrons, uh, that money is going to go towards uh, having our episodes professionally transcribed. Uh, we had some lovely, lovely listeners help us with transcribing some previous episodes. But can't rely on just volunteer work for everything if we want to be like fully accessible. So we're going to get that done so that people who are deaf and hard of hearing can still enjoy our podcast. So thank you to our patrons, our patrons for helping to make that happen. Um, yes. We have a new two dollar patron, Emma. Friend, I would consider her a friend. Am I right, ladies? Um, um, you ruined it. Thank you, ruined you her Emma. Whole name.
1: <laughs> she gave us her hard-earned money, and you know what you did in return?
0: Called called this person a friend. I just. Our five dollar patrons are Jennifer Smart, Astrutha Vincoda, Austin Landry, Finney, Perry, Fiego, D- Fiego, Fiego perry your last name is fiego now d megan oh. rowell quinn pollock emily collins book marvel changing mx Derek and carissa simona simon jamie jack jess cachet ria faustino daniel walker barefoot backpacker livy madeline askew lily funk james corinne and maddie who used to be a two dollar patron but is now a five dollar patron thank you maddie um our ten dollar patrons are kevin and tessa at dirty uncle kevin at tessa underscore m underscore k kevin my ex is not your best work because out of context it just doesn't make sense i'm sorry I appreciate you, Kevin, but that's just not your best work. Arknas, who'd like to promote Trevor Project. Benjamin Barra uh, who'd like to promote Tabletop Games. Anonymous, who'd like to promote Halloween. Sarah McCoy, who'd like to promote podcasts from A Planet Weird. My Aunt Eugenie, who'd like to promote Christopher's Haven. Cassandra, who'd like to promote their modeling Instagram at Little Red. Doug Rice, who'd like to promote Native by Caitlin Curtis. Maggie Capelbo, who'd like to promote her dog's Instagram at Muffin 19 Did our new $10 patron answer over the course of this pod? What? The, the person that you messaged at the beginning of this. Oh pod. no,
1: they haven't.
0: Okay. Well, we have a wonderful new ten dollar patron, but uh, we we did not contact you about what you wanted to promote until the beginning of recording the spot, and that is on us. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the the name on their on their on their Patreon just has their first name as the letter H. There there was a first name in their email address, but I don't know if they they want to be that to be said. Uh, so... Thanks, H. Yeah, thank you, H. Um, I'm also not gonna say your last name right now just until we make sure that we have your permission to do that, but you know who you are. Thank you. Um, and please tell us what you would like to promote. Um, our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White, White NathanielJWhiteDesigns.com my mom Julie who would like to promote free mom hugs from a distance Sarah Jones who is at Eternal Only Everywhere Disha Chappelle who would like to promote the podcast The Beacon and Dragonfly who would like to support (sighs) the Minnesota what's it called? Relief Fund
1: I don't think that's what it's called
0: no it's not that's not what it's
1: called
0: (laughs) it's simply not it simply is
1: not. It's
0: called Minnesota Freedom B. Fund. Yes, the Minnesota Freedom Fund. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. Uh, please go sign some petitions. Tune in next Sunday for more rest in your ears.
1: Until then, take good care of your cows.